And then lastly, before I keep going, um, actually before I get into this real quick, Mel, when you were uh, sharing that um, about the healing, I really want to encourage you, you know, really throughout the morning, check your, check your body. And um, the kids were up here worshiping, and our two-year-old was just dancing and worshiping, and then all of a sudden she went over here and had a little meltdown. And uh, she came back out. We had some donuts back here for the worship team before and stuff. She came back with a donut and was happy. And when you said that, Mel, I looked down and she had the donut. And I was remembering the testimony from Seth Cavan where uh, he got healed of his allergies. He couldn't eat donuts and all these things. And, uh, and then uh, after Wes had a word of knowledge and he came forward and got prayed over. And then uh, afterwards, his parents, just in faith, you know, they just knew the Lord was saying, we're supposed to go get him a donut. He ate the donut, was healed. And uh, we, we've, been, we've celebrated that testimony. He's healed. He could eat, you know, all these things he couldn't eat before. So I felt like that was uh, when I looked and saw that. So someone's getting healed of allergies this morning. Uh, allergies. Uh, but it's just healing in the room. I mean, oh, there you guys are. I was looking for y'all as I was telling the story. There's Seth. And, uh, and I just believe healing for, for so many different areas uh, in your body this morning. Um, so, yeah, I encourage you, come on, come on and partner with that word from Mel. We thank you, Lord, for healing in the room, healing in the house, just in the atmosphere. We thank you, God. And I want to share this. This is, this is an announcement, but it's really something I really want to share my heart on for just a minute. Uh, we've got some areas of need for people to serve in here at the church. Areas like children's ministry and a media team running lyrics, uh, setting up and cleaning up coffee, just things like that that are areas of need. And, um, you know, we have a culture of rest here at Arise, and I'm so thankful for our culture of rest. It's a place to come in and rest and receive refreshment. And as a whole, we have people here in our church family that uh, have been serving a lot in the church in the past. Uh, you've served a lot. We've got people that have been burnt out in the past. We've got people uh, that have been leaders in the church before. And, uh, and to, to boil down to it, we have a lot of people. We, we have the gift, and we're entrusted by the Lord, uh, that we have so many people that come in who, uh, in the past, in the church, they've been used for their gifts and what they can offer rather than being valued for who they are. And that's uh, that, that's our heart here at Arise Birmingham for you to come in and be valued for who you are, to come in and just be and to take a breath. Amen. And we're so grateful for that culture. It's a beautiful thing. But we must make sure that we are not taking advantage of that culture when it comes to serving. I felt that word uh, just this week to share and challenge us and invite us into. I'm going to say it again. We must make sure we are not taking advantage of the culture when it comes to serving because we do need people. We need hands on deck. This is the family of God. And if we're going to be a part you know, of a, of a family, then you come into the house and you get fed. But then there comes a point when you get up from the table and you start peeling some potatoes for other people. Amen. There comes a point you know, where you, you, you begin to add your special sauce to the family table. And it's, it's needed, especially, you know, if you've been here for a little while, uh, and, and especially if you've been through the equipping track and uh, if you carry the heartbeat of the church. And honestly, uh, if you're already serving here, I know many of you are serving and you're serving in different places. I, I'm really uh, not talking to you. We don't want you to try to, you know, add on and double up and triple up. That's not what this is about. That's uh, absolutely not what it's about. We don't want you to do more you, than you need to do. But, you know, but for others... Um, that are here, even if you've not been through the equipping track uh, yet, 
uh, we've got these areas of need, like I mentioned, that you can go ahead and jump in. We want you to go ahead and jump in and start serving. And then uh, we've got an equipping track coming up, and you can go through that equipping track here in a couple months um, just so that you can get in and start serving. Um, and honestly, it's because of who you are, uh, just being in the room, okay? I want you to hear me clearly uh, as I'm talking about serving. Being in the room because of who you are brings something powerful to the atmosphere and to the family. And that's all you would ever have to do to bring something powerful to this house is just being here and being who you are. Um, but I, I just think it's time, and I felt the, you know, this uh, in me to share with you because I think it's time uh, for more and more of us to begin to contribute and to build and to begin to create, and, and even on a level that costs you something. You know, I just, uh, we got, we've got to break this consumer thing in the church. We've got to break this convenient consumer mentality, comfort thing in the church on a larger scale. And what you will find is that it actually didn't cost you a thing. Because you are so filled and empowered by serving as people come into the house and encounter the living God. I mean, we're talking about the joy and the honor of being a gatekeeper in the house of the Lord. We're talking about uh, bringing healing to the brokenhearted and ushering in the presence of the Most High God. And, you know, as I'm sharing this and just encouraging you to, to, to serve and jump in, I, I'm, I'm very aware that this is also about trust. It's about trusting in the Lord that he's called you here. And it's about trusting us as a leadership team that we will not take advantage of you and your willingness to serve. And trusting that you will not get burnt out again. I understand this is about trust. I understand, um, as I said, the things that have happened in the, in the past and the way, um, you know, people serving in the church has been viewed. But I just feel there's a breaking that is available. There is a breaking available, a breaking of the misuse of the people of God in the church by leadership. And on the other end of it, I feel like there's a breaking of the consumer mentality that has plagued the church as we step into more revelation of what it means to be a part of the family of God. You know, but to do that, we do need you to trust. We need you to trust. We want to break that off of the church. We want to break that off of you. Uh, but we need you, need you to trust, and we need you to take a step and say, here I am. You know, I'm here to serve the family. I'm here to serve the vision of the Lord and to be his chosen vessel to transform the world through his church. Uh, amen? amen. So out in the foyer, uh, Melanie's actually going to be out there. And um, if you have any questions about it, she's going to be out there with a sign-up list and kind of showing you some areas of need we have and just uh, connect with you on it. So go out there and say, hey, I'm here, uh, and I want to start peeling some glory potatoes <laughs> in the house. Go see her. Say, hey, I'm here, and I'm ready to split some wood and have it stacked and ready for the fire to burn in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, so I, I posted something on uh, Instagram this past week, and uh, it got a lot of reaction, uh, a lot of reaction. Uh, I really don't post a whole lot, but, you know, at times I do. And after I did, uh, Nedra, she texted me, and she said, Hey, if we're getting a taste of your message this Sunday, then I'm pumped up about it. <laughs> and so <laughs> I text her, I said, well, you know, that's actually not what I was going to, you know, preach on or say necessarily. Um, but even though I'm not pre uh, preaching on this today, and for her sake, uh, I do want to start us out with some truths this morning. Okay, I want to start out with some truths this morning. Uh, I've got four important distinctions for the times we are in. Four important 
distinctions for the times we're in. And as I say these, if you agree with these, uh, as I say, I just want you to give me an amen, a hallelujah, a shout of praise, something that lets me know you're, you're with me, you're in agreement. As I talk about uh, real quickly these four distinctions for the times we are in, number one being church that men are not women. We are a Bible-believing, Spirit-filled church that will love you like you've never been loved before. But do not think that we will tolerate and not speak up when there is an assault on the Word of God and the sacredness of God's perfect and and divine, sovereign design of male and female, father and mother, brother and sister, son and daughter. Hallelujah. Uh, Which leads me to number two. That women are not men. Amen. Can, men, can we give our women just a shout of love this morning? Woo! Woo! Praise God. Celebrate the women of God. Uh, I live with four of them, and I love it. I hit the jackpot. Uh, number three. And, you know, it's, it's very, it, 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 uh, we're celebrating this, but it is, it is very serious that we have to make sure we stand on what the truth is in these times we are in. Uh, but number three on uh, important distinctions, distinctions for the times we are in is that the Internet is not the local church. The Internet is not the local church. Now, I'm thankful for those of you joining us online this morning. Um, I mean it from my heart. Um, welcome. We love you. So glad. Thank you. Uh, I'm grateful for online media and streaming. Uh, Tate, man, Tate handles all that here at the church. That's so welcome. Good up for Tate. He's somewhere, man, he's somewhere making, making it happen. I'm grateful uh, for these things that are such powerful tools for the gospel. That's what they, they're tools for the gospel. But as the scriptures say, let us not forsake the assembly, the gathering of believer, believers as some are in the habit of doing. Uh, It says in Acts chapter 2 about the early church in Acts that they were devoted to the teaching and the fellowship. Can you say the fellowship and the breaking of bread and prayer together? It even says in chapter 2, it says that every day, every day, it says they continued to meet together in the temple courts. And they also broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. Hallelujah. Uh, I've got one more here before I move any further. Uh, now, there could be a lot more of these distinctions that are needed right now. How many of you know that? Uh, there could be a lot more uh, for these times we're in. And I thought about also adding that pets are not children. Um, I decided to let that one go. I didn't want anyone who loves their, their pookie or their spot or cocoa getting upset at me. Probably no one has a dog named that. I'm just, that's just what came out, you know. No, we, we have three dogs, and uh, they're great hunting and family dogs. We love them, uh, but they're not children. I said I wasn't going to go there. I went there. Pets are not children. <laughs> Number four, uh, my last one here, uh, church, is that sin is not righteous. This is very important for the times we are in. This has always been important and vital 
to make sure we de- continue to declare that and stand on, stand on that truth. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, Isaiah 5.20 says. Who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. And uh, Jesus says in John uh, chapter 8, verse 32, uh, he says that you will know the truth and the truth shall set you free. There's a lot of lies, deceptions, false teachings, agendas in the world today designed to put you in a prison and compromise your faith in Jesus Christ who is Lord. But Jesus says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. He is the way, he is the and he is the life. He is the way, he is the and he is the life. How many of us need to, be, to encounter, to be filled with, and to be engulfed by the way, the truth, and the life this morning? I just want to start right there while well, I'm saying start, and we're, we're almost done here. But we're, let's go there for a few moments. Uh, I want us to just to begin to breathe in. I want to do a spirit, soul, uh, body exercise right now. I want you to begin, right? Close your eyes and begin to breathe in. Begin to breathe in the way, the truth, and the life right now. Breathe in the way of Jesus. Breathe in the truth of Jesus. Breathe in the life of Yeshua this morning. Thank you, God. Just take a few moments and take those breaths. Thank you, God. There was an infusion of hope released last Sunday as Caroline was sharing and inviting us to remember and be awakened to those prophetic words and promises over our life. And let's just pick right back up there for a few moments. Take a moment, remember what God did in your heart last Sunday, and turn your awareness to what He's doing in your heart right now. Right now in this moment, we thank you, God, as we build on it and just take a deep breath in, breathe in the truth of God's heart for you. Breathe in His presence. Breathe out all the tension any anxiety, any lies, just let it go. This is the, the Ruah, the breath of God, the breath of God. Thank you, God, as you breathe it in, breathing in that you are loved. You're breathing in an ocean of love every time you breathe in the breath of God, the Ruah. We thank you, God, breathe in. Sometimes it helps uh, if I'm sitting down, if you just kind of lean forward and say, I'm in you. And then lean back and let your breath out and say, you're in me. Just do that for a few moments. Just lean slightly up in your chair. I'm in you. You're in me. Breathe in and breathe out. Turn your awareness towards the Trinity that lives within you. I'm in you. You're in me. Receive the kingdom. Don't grasp for it. Receive the kingdom. Just feel the goodness. The glory of the Lord filling this temple. Filling you, his temple, right now. Enfolded. Immersed, wrapped up. Enfolded, immersed, wrapped up. Wrapped up in the way, the truth and the life wrapped up in the flame of love hallelujah wrapped up in the flame of love your spirit is expanding as you're caught up in the flame of love we thank you god i thank you god shalom 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 
Shalom to your mind. I just release my hands over you right now like I'm laying hands on you, just speaking and releasing shalom over your mind right now. Thank you, God. If you need to, you can just place your hand on your head and just lay hands on yourself. I was, I was alone one time and I needed someone to lay hands on me. No one was there, so I just laid hands on myself. And just release shalom over your mind. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. I thank you, God. You have the mind of Christ. Your mind is a place of rest. A hope infusion over your mind. A joy infusion over your mind. A saturation of the oil of his shalom over your mind, over your heart, over your body. Hallelujah. We thank you, God. Breathe in the ruah, the breath of God, and receive the shalom of heaven over your mind, over your body, over your entire being. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. Yeah, I see some of you laying hands on the person next to you. Go for it. This is the family. Go for it. If you feel led, if you, if, if, we thank you, God. We thank you, God. Thank you, God. That that, um, that song is resonating in my spirit. Um, this is the air I breathe. Can somebody start singing that? This is the air I breathe. Your holy. Yeah, sing it out. A few people, just sing it out, everyone. Yeah, keep singing. My daily bread is my daily bread. Thank you, God. Yeah, sing it, child church. Sing it again. This is the air. Move around if you need to. Right here, sing it out. And
be a house of fire that dwells in the flame of love. May we be a house of fire that dwells in the flame of love. I thank you for the burning flame. I thank you, God. Pentecost was an immersion. It was an immersion in fire. I pray you would immerse us, Lord, in your fire this morning. God, immerse us. God, even the people that came here this morning, they didn't know they were hungry. God, immerse them as well. Stir it up, God. Stir up the hunger, God. I thank you, God. I thank you, God. It consumes your spirit, it consumes your soul, and it consumes your body. Melanie already released it this morning. I want you to say this with me. I give permission today for my body and my bones and every cell to experience heaven. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Just give, your, give yourself permission to experience. Give your body permission to experience what your spirit is experiencing. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. We remove limitations. We remove the limitations. We step into a new era. We expand our hearts. We expand our awareness. We expand our capacity, our entire being to encounter and experience the extraordinary. We thank you, God. We thank you. No more, no more limits. No more limits on the flame of love. No more limits on the flame of love. And what do flames do? They ascend. Flames ascend. The fire of Yahweh, it's a consuming fire, but it's also an ascending fire. It is an ascending fire. Isaiah 2.3 says, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us in his ways and that we may walk in his paths. Colossians 3.2 says, Set your mind on things above. Set your mind on things above, church. Go up to the mountain of the Lord and begin to eavesdrop on the Trinity. Begin to eavesdrop on what the Trinity is saying. Set your mind on things above. What is on heaven's heart? What is heaven saying? What is heaven speaking of? Because that's what I want to hear and that's what I want to say. We thank you, God. Eyes to see and ears to hear. Eyes to see and ears to hear. I've seen fire. I've seen fire on West before when he preaches. Just recently, I was seeing the glory of the Lord on Melanie while she was teaching. The glory, and around her, I saw the cosmos. And I heard the Lord, he spoke to me this last week, and he said, we are shifting from moments of seeing the glory in the atmosphere to seeing the glory on one another. To seeing the glory on one another. And this is a house of glory, and you are a house of glory. You are a house of glory. Thank you, God. You know, the new age has tried to take all the fun stuff from the church. I'm telling you, the new age has tried to take all the fun stuff. Uh, You know, uh, trances are supposed to be for the church and for the glory of God. Uh, I went into a trance one night where I was unaware of everything else going on, and I got caught up, and I received a revelation that opened up a new realm, and it changed everything I knew about joy and how I would speak to God's people about the joy of the Lord. 
It changed everything. Uh, there was a woman in my church growing up, uh, and she shared a story with a small group of us as youth about how she had an out-of-body experience in heaven. All right, she talked about how she got caught up in the heavenly places, and she started sharing with us uh, what she saw and what she felt and some of the saints and how she didn't want to leave. And she saw uh, this river, and she started talking about it. And I didn't realize it at the moment when she was sharing. I was pretty young, but getting older, I realized as she was sharing it, my heart was burning. My heart was burning for what she was, what she was saying. This was the piano player in the Baptist church, Miss Patsy Vines. Miss Patsy Vines playing the piano, ascending with her spirit into the realm of heaven. And as she was saying it, I was thinking, I've never heard Brother Larry talk about that on Sunday morning before. He preached on a lot of good things, but I've never, talked, I've never heard him preach on ascending from heaven. And she was talking about ascending into the heavenly places. In Acts uh, chapter 10, Peter was on a rooftop. And while lunch was being prepared, the Bible says he fell into a trance. And it says the heavens opened. Acts chapter 10. And then through this heavenly encounter, uh, even in one translation, it says uh, he fell into a trance and entered into another realm. And through this heavenly encounter, through this vision in a a trance, it was uh, revealed to Peter that the gospel of Jesus was for everyone. Not just a certain group of people. We're talking about the story of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're talking about a history-shaking, radical shift that came through a trance on a rooftop at lunchtime. Hallelujah. Come, church. Come on. Just begin to stir. If you want to stand up, stand up. Come on. It says, come, go up to the mountain of the Lord. Go ahead and play that. It just says, come, go up to the mountain of the Lord. Come, go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he must teach us in his ways and that we may walk in his paths. Yeah, you can move around if you need to. We thank you, God. We thank you, God. It's the ladder, it's the stairway. Angels ascending and descending. Surely the Lord is in this place. It's open, 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 it's open. You are loved, you are loved, you are loved, you are chosen, you are chosen, you are chosen, and it's open. It's open. It's open. We thank you, God. You are made for the extraordinary. Put aside the ordinary and raise up higher to the extraordinary. Oh, bye-bye, ordinary. Hello, extraordinary. Bye-bye, ordinary. Hello, extraordinary. We're getting caught up in the flame of love. We're getting caught up in the flame of Yahweh. The flame of love, the flame of Yahweh is calling your name. It's calling your name. Fear not. I have redeemed you, it says in Isaiah 43. I have called you by name. You are mine. You are made for the extraordinary. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. Awaken. Awaken. Awaken to Yeshua. Awaken to Yeshua. Awaken to Yeshua. He's not ordinary. He's extraordinary. You are caught up. You are caught up. There is no veil. Enter into the holy place. Thank you, God. Enter into the chamber of love with the living flame, Yahweh. Some of you need to go. You're about to enter into a new chamber of love in the heavenly places. Thank you, God. 
You're going to feel the oil. You're going to feel the electricity. You're going to feel the heat. You're going to feel the fire. More, God. More, Lord. I release you to rise up. I release you to shine. I release you to the high places. You have permission to shine. You have permission to arise and go to no pl- to a place you've never been before. We thank you, God. The nations shall come to your light. The nations shall come to your light. Let there be light. You are light bearers. I release the light bearers who operate as the ecclesia, the government of this world. I release the light bearers. Thank you. You are appointed and anointed. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. Arise and shine. It's open. It's open. Feel free. Feel free. There's freedom in this house. Move around. Encounter whatever you need to do. It's open. It's open. It's open. I love you. We love you. The Lord loves you. You are loved. You are loved. You don't have to do anything but just be. Just receive it. Receive the kingdom. Just receive the kingdom. You are loved. You are chosen. Thank you, God. change everything. We thank you, God.